This is Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement or how to buy consulting services. You'll get tips on how to use consulting, buy consulting, and managing the consulting. And now your host, Ellen Lafitte. Hello, and welcome back to Smart Consulting Sourcing, your compass through the dynamic world of consulting. I'm Elaine, your guide, and in today's episode, we will dissect the ever-changing consulting value chain. So we will take a closer look at how firms are adapting to change, and we will also talk about what does it mean for you, the clients. So before we do that, let us take a brief stroll down memory lane and recap last week's episode, which was all about consulting disruption and impact of AI. So the consulting industry has been speculated as ripe for disruption and given its high margin and consolidated landscape. However, the anticipated systemic shift has not fully materialized. Instead, the industry has seen a gradual evolution with new players entering, but not displacing the top firms like McKinsey, Bay, BCG, and the big four. So the internalization of consulting practices within corporation and the rise of expert network and specialized research firms have impacted the industry, but not at substitute. So the argument against disruption lies in the highly personalized and complex nature of consulting work, resistant to easy commoditization. While AI is making inroads, particularly in automating tasks, analyzing data, it is viewed as an augmentation rather than a replacement for human consultants. So AI's strength in automation and data analysis complement human creativity and emotional intelligence, but it falls short on areas of building meaningful relationship and contextual reasoning. So despite the proactive response of consulting firms forming alliances and investing in digital capabilities, the industry has not experienced the drastic disruption predicted. The integration of AI into the consulting toolkit is seen as an evolution rather than a revolution. So to navigate these changes, consulting firms are adopting strategies like self-disruption, mergers and acquisitions, and strategic partnerships to stay competitive in the evolving landscape shaped by sustained value delivery, technological integration, and adoptive strategy. So if you missed the latest episode of our podcast, you can catch up at any time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, whatnot. Explore in-depth insight into consulting at consultingquest.com, where you'll find valuable resources like white papers, ebooks, and episode transcripts. So your thoughts matter to us. Share your feedback with a review and help us continue delivering high-quality content. And if you're interested in enhancing your consulting skills, you can Join our upcoming workshop on effective negotiation and RFP creation. So for more detail and registration, you can contact it at hcl at consultingquest.com. So let's learn and grow together in the world of consulting procurement. But to today's topic, which is about the evolution of the consulting value chain. Matt Nolan once say adaptability is about the powerful difference between adapting to cope and adapting to win. You know, that's what we're seeing in the consulting industry, a move from coping to winning through evolution. Now, when we talk about the consulting value chain, we're referring to the full spectrum of activities that consulting firms engage in to deliver value to the client. 
from the initial marketing and sales to the final delivery of services and everything in between, each step is crucial. Let's take a step back and examine this through the lens of disruption. Honored Ares from the INSEAD laid out three factors that indicate an industry's disruption potential. The amount of waste, profit made for being opaque, and the lack of customization and flexibility. So in consulting, we're seeing at least one definitive yes to these factors. This spells out an undeniable transformation for the industry, leading to more transparency and performance for those who know where to look. The consulting industry, reliant and adaptable as it is, has shifted its value proposition from work optimization to strategy and beyond. You know, in the 70s, it was all about implementing strategy. By the 90s, we saw a return to operational effectiveness routes, you know, diversifying offerings as clients before more strategy savvy. And on fast forward to the 21st century, digital layers are now integral parts of consulting services. So let's zoom in some key components of this value chain and how they're evolving. First up, marketing and sales. You know, the relationship are still the foundation here. But the way consultants build the relationship is changing. You know, there are no publishing thought leadership. They're getting their names out there through articles and books. And let's not forget digital, you know, the place where potential clients go to verify your expertise. So it's a race for content. And even the smaller players are now leveraging digital platform to carve out their niches. You know, the knowledge has always been at the core of consulting. But guess what? Search engines and expert platform are leveling the playing field. Information is no longer a world of treasure. It's out there for anyone to grab. So this is shaking up the traditional knowledge bases that large firms have relied on. Data analysis is another area seeing a major shift. You know, the rise of analytics software is empowering companies to make sense of their data in-house. And this is a real game changer, you know, opening up opportunities for consultants, but also leading to more internalization. Now, when it comes to management tools and methodologies, we're witnessing a trend towards productivization. So consulting firms are packaging their tools, making them accessible at lower cost and expanding their reach. Services are getting a makeover too, and the quality deliverable were once the differentiator from larger firms. Now the gig economy and specialized companies are making high quality output accessible for all. And talent, you know, the war for talent is fiercer than ever. Consulting firms are not just competing with each other, they're against startups and tech giants for the brightest mind. So finally, let's talk about substitution. You know, the rise of in-house teams, the gig economy and network consultants is offering alternatives to traditional consulting services. And this shift presents new substitutes that are flexible, effective, and specialized. So what does that all mean for consulting firms and their clients? How consulting firms are adapting to change with a thrilling time in the industry. You know, we're seeing some real chess moves from players of all sizes. So let's unpack this, shall we? So the big players, titans of consulting, they are harnessing the windfall of new opportunity. The digital transformation and sustainability are no longer words. They're integral part of the service mix. And these firms are also doubling down on implementation, consulting, cybersecurity, and all the hot button issues that dominate 
boardroom talks. Then there's this fascinating trend of productization. So now sitting behemoth are crafting solutions, tools, and platforms that generate a steady stream of revenue. McKinsey Solution, for instance, is changing the game with their suite of analytics and benchmarking tools. But let me tell you, there's a disruption undercurrent even here. My friend, there's room for medium-sized firms to shake things up with their own spin on productization. Think about it. The software sphere is no longer exclusive to tech companies. Consulting firms are venturing into this territory, and the lines are blurring. Now acquisitions, this is like a game of strategy. If there's a capability gap, it's quickly bridged by snapping up a specialist firm. You know, this aggressive M&A approach is reshaping the landscape. And one could wonder about the trust implications here. As for alliances, we're seeing an interesting death. Consulting firms are teaming up with tech giants, creating a web of partnerships. That's a piece of a mystery, but undeniably powerful. You know, take Accenture's joint venture with Microsoft Avenite. It's a profit powerhouse. So what's happening with the rest of the population, you know, the boutique and the mid-side firm? Well, they're not just spectators, you know, they're active players in the game. And the cost of doing business has dropped, enabling them to innovate and productize their services at an astonishing rate. And with the strategic broad-to-sell approach, these firms are becoming hot commodity themselves. But it's just about growth for the sake of growth. You know, the associate model has gained traction, making it more acceptable for firms to maintain a lean core team supplemented by associates. And this flexibility is key into this market. And that's not overlook automation, your CRM system, professional service automation. These tools have become affordable and accessible and leveling the playing field for smaller firms. Partnership and reselling arrangements are becoming more common. You know, collaborating with other boutiques or reselling software allows firms to punch above their weight, challenging the bigger players. And then there's internalization. Internationalization. Internationalization. While traditionally risky, many firms are finding success by partnering for cross-border expansion rather than going it it's alone, right? And finally, the focus on innovation. Clients are tired of cookie cutter solutions and are turning to boutiques for fresh, tailored services. You know, the kind of bespoke consulting that used to be the domain of the big night. So what does all this mean for you, the clients? The disruption in consulting isn't just a challenge. It's brimming with opportunities for you. And the wave of change is bringing more Customized services, access to previously gate kept analytics and strategies that are no longer one size fits all. Now is the time to leverage these changes to your advantage. You know, the value you get from consulting has traditionally been linked to content. There's been trust in the weighty names, but there has been a clear performance measure across the industry. This is where things get interesting. It's no longer just about the brand. It's about the value and the quality, which is always proportionate to the price tag. You know, boutique firms can offer the same, if not better, quality or niche expertise without breaking your budget. But let's address the elephant in the room, procurement processes. There can be a double-edged 
thought, can't they? <laughs> the qualification processes are lengthy, seven term can be stretching, and this all this can strangle your ability to work with agile, innovative firms. And let's not forget the self-inflicted woods of inertia. You know, clients sometimes unwittingly get themselves off from smaller firms that can bring expertise, seniority, and flexibility. So I think it's time to rethink procurement, to be smarter about sourcing, and to consider the value rather than just the cost. Now, what about digital solutions and the conversion with traditional consulting? You know, digital gives you direct access to market research, expertise, and tools that were once the exclusive domain of the big consulting night. But the lines are burning, and as a client, you've got a front row seat to the shed. Another best word in the room, implementation. So everyone's jumping on it, and why not? It's where the rubber meets the road. Strategy is essential, for sure, but implementation is where you see results. And sometimes you don't need a McKinsey consultant at a premium splice to get the job done. So if we turn our focus to the consulting value chain, remember our early discussion about solutions and platforms? This sector is poised for significant disruption. The exclusive domain of large firms is now being democratized, making once guarded solution widely accessible and anchoring the consulting landscape. Now, directly available to clients are specialized resources like subject matter experts through expert networks and consulting platform, comprehensive market research, and advanced analytical tools. And as clients become more discerning and informed, the consulting industry must evolve accordingly. So embracing smarter consulting sourcing practices is no longer optional, it's essential. It is about maximizing value, getting much expertise without breaking the bank, you know, ensuring each project not only meets but exceeds expectations. The market is continuously evolving. Many small consulting firms are gaining traction and organizations are increasingly open to collaborating with these smaller players. Clients need to redefine their procurement processes, stay attuned to the dynamics of the consulting market and eliminate outdated practices that hinder collaboration with these emerging firms. To illustrate, let's look at a real-life example from the French government. You know, they structured their consulting needs into several lots, with strategy consulting being one of them. Three firms were awarded this lot, each presumably handling a third of the strategy project. This approach might seem like sound procurement practice at a glance. It falls short in the context of consulting. Why? Because it doesn't necessarily guarantee the best fit of value for each unique project. It clearly indicates how traditional procurement methods can sometimes clash with the nuanced needs of consulting procurement. You know, in conclusion, the consulting landscape is changing. And as a client, you're in a position to capitalize on these changes, whether it's by engaging with boutique firms for their specialized knowledge or by demanding more value from your traditional consulting partnership. The power is shifting into your hands. So go ahead, ask the odd questions, demand transparency, and ensure every dollar you spend on consulting brings the impact you're looking for. That's it. So looking ahead to our next episode, we'll delve into direct versus indirect procurement, understanding the nuances. So we'll explore direct procurement and its role in production and product development, as well as we'll 
deep dive into what constitutes indirect procurement and look at the key differences and impact. All right then, thank you for joining me on the journey through the consulting value chain. Your thoughts are and feedback always welcome. So feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn or drop me an email at hcl at consultingquest.com. You know, I'm always game for a chat. So until next time, stay safe and keep up the smart consulting sorting game. Au revoir for now and happy sourcing. You've been listening to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at consultingquest.com. Find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. For questions and comments, send an email to ellen.lafitte at consultingquest.com. See you next time.